Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. Today's motivation comes from Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. This is part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. He said, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. For this metaphor, Jesus uses in his Sermon on the Mount... I'm going to break down the what, why, who, and how. First, what. The basis of this metaphor is our light and letting it shine. This is a call out to us to not waste our lights. Lights are meant to be used, and Jesus emphasizes this with an almost sarcastic statement. He said, people don't light a lamp just to put it under a basket. You put it on a lampstand in the middle of the house so everyone can see. Like, duh. Jesus himself was described as the light in John 1. And he describes himself as the light in John 8, verse 12. So since Jesus is the true light, he is like the match or the lighter where we, the candles, receive our flame. Second, why? Jesus tells us why our lights are important. So our good works are seen in order to give glory to God. Notice that Jesus doesn't want our good deeds to go unnoticed. Rather, they should bring recognition to the kingdom. This was an important point for what was to come for the beginning of the church. They would face massive persecution and death by their government and Jewish leaders. Yet they weren't hiding the word or their lights. They were outshining their lights no matter what the consequences were. When you fully feel the light of Christ inside you, how can you not want to shine it to others? Next is who. To whom was Jesus speaking in the sermon? In the first verse of this chapter Matthew says, seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. So, according to Matthew, his followers were receiving the sermon. But who were these people? Well, they were simple people, and probably poor. They weren't the rulers or the leaders. They didn't have any influence or power. But Christ was telling them that they are the light of the world, the whole world. Can you picture these poor men being told that they have influence in the world? that they can bring change to the world for better, that they will be seen by all in order to bring glory to God. All of their lives, they've probably been told that they're nothing, that they have no value. But this carpenter from Nazareth is telling them that they can. I believe that this affirms that the Lord uses everyone. He takes ordinary people and guides them to live extraordinary lives for His extraordinary purpose. Christ Himself was born into a family of no wealth or power, but a mere carpenter from Nazareth. While the apostle Nathaniel said, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? This sermon was included by Matthew for a reason. The message was not just for followers then, but for us now in 2020 as well. Jesus is telling us that we are the light just as much now as in the first century. My final point is the how of this metaphor. 
How do we shine our lights? In many ways, it's simple. Displaying the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's posting encouraging things on social media. It's starting a Christian podcast through friends to try to bring good to the people in a world filled with hatred and negativity. But in some ways, it's more challenging. It's standing up to your friends and peers when they're trying to influence you to do what you know you shouldn't. It's standing up against the world when you know that they're pushing ideas that go against God. It's keeping yourself in check when you want to watch, listen, or do things that go against what's laid out in the Bible. And it's electing leaders based on what they stand for. As Christians in America, we've enjoyed many benefits and freedoms since the pilgrims came to explore their religious freedoms. And it was embedded in our laws that everyone has the freedom to worship as they see fit. Now, over 2,000 years since the start of the church, and almost 250 years after our founding, there are people who call us names and want to take away our freedoms because of our beliefs, because they deem them violent. What do we do when things become difficult or confusing? Let your light shine, so they will see the glory of God. In John 8, verse 12, where Jesus described himself as the light, he followed up by saying, Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. John said in 1 John 1, verse 7, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Christ has given us his true light to bring us out of darkness of sin. It is up to us to use it and not hide it under a basket or let it be blown out. Remember, a hidden light is a useless light.